0: Hello and welcome to the first ever Fairly Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. Joining me is Chris Keen, Nate Bushing, and Staunton Wade. Nice to be here in Canada tonight, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, one thing I'm really excited about... Besides is... the under the table, the footsie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, that that too, but... Oh, uh, oh, I, oh my. Oh, sweet Jesus. My. All right. So, uh, one of the things... In, in technology that I'm excited about is the Oculus Rift. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm guessing that you have already because uh, we're going to sit here and talk for, uh, talk about it for a while. But, uh, Nate, why don't you give us the lowdown on what the Oculus Rift is? The Oculus
1: Rift is basically um, a VR headset for your head, as it says in the title. Um, basically, it's a piece of technology you wear over your face and it's primarily used for gaming. Um, there are other applications that are being developed for it, like uh, porn. Porn.
0: Well, we I think we've got a I think we've got a quick slide here that uh, gives us the the, the Oculus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yes. There you go. Yes.
1: Yes. Very much. Of course. You know, three D porn simulator. That's,
0: I saw that in Time Cop.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Saw it in the nineties. Wanted it now. I mean, that's a, we all we all wanted to be future proofed, and there it is right there.
0: So, so describe to me what what is this? What what is the the Oculus Rift, and what uh, how does it work?
1: Um, well, I don't know how it works. You might want to ask John Carmack that, since he's the new uh, chief tech officer, who just took over. Um, basically, uh, as far as I know, it's you know the uh, 3D vision type technology that you wear. I've not actually gotten to demo one, um, but yeah, it's it's. Basically, you wear it over your eyes, and apparently, it's got vision tracking as well. Like you can move your head up and down, and it can track um, which direction you're going. I don't know if it tracks your retinas or if it's just based on um, what is that head head movement, head head movement head tracking or six you know like how six axis has the rotation. It can tell um, where With your the, eyes the are looking or by the gyro. Yeah. So basically, yeah, it's a it's it, it's essentially going to replace. What a monitor would do, or a, or a TV for gaming, or that's their goal, I'm sure it is.
0: You said you haven't tried this out, but uh, oh, oh, you I, you I, have I, a, a prototype of this, don't you?
1: I, I I may have just gotten one in the mail. Well, I'm interested right to see now. it. Um Let's see it, Nate. What I what I have for you right here, ladies and gentlemen, is the uh, the as you can see <laughs> at home, Oculus Rifts prototype. Roto-, roto prototype, yes, right here. Um and, and I'll show you a demo, how, how it works. You basically just stick your eyes in here, <laughs> and then try to guess the letters at the end. <clears throat> and no, it, and wait, and wait, I don't, okay. um, what? I don't want to question you,
2: but I have to be honest, that looks suspiciously like no. a mid-90s Virtual Boy with painter's tape no. No,
1: No, no, not at all. It's just an an alpha. understand. This is, this is alpha. This is like pre-this. See, this is the next generation. This is prototype right here. This is what they want to achieve. Um, this, this has great color. And by color, I mean two.
0: <laughs> red and somewhere between red and black? Yes, yes. yes that's, that's about right. Uh-huh. That's about okay, right. To, okay, okay. So let's let's get back uh-huh. on, on the actual Oculus Rift itself. My understanding is that uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be 3D. Right, it's uh, it's two camera perspectives. Like if you were playing a first-person shooter or you know whatever, yes. Um, imagine uh, just two camera angles. Mm-hmm. One that's slightly left of center of where your your normal vision would be when you're playing the game, yes. and one that's slightly right of normal when you're playing the game. And uh, your you know your eyes are isolated inside this uh this goggle system, you know, the headset. Yeah, and your eyes are getting a, a what they're releasing is a, is a high def, uh, you know, screen for each eye. Basically. And so your eyes are using convergence. So it's actually more natural to look at that than right. it is a monitor screen.
2: And I think that, uh, one of the hopeful benefits of that will be it won't be like you're sitting in the front row of an IMAX theater where, yeah, the screen looks very large, mm-hmm. but you can, you still know sitting there that over there and over there is black. There's nothing going on. Yes. Uh, that you actually will have full complete vision mm. it will be literal immersion and i have to admit i'm somewhat skeptical over whether or not that's going to be the case if it's going to still feel because i don't want to sit on my couch with a box strapped to my head unless i feel like i'm actually in the game
1: yeah i could understand that i mean it's from from what i've understood from other uh, people have used it they said it's like very disorienting at first when you put it on because i mean it uh it's what just
0: a, so immersive. Well,
1: well um, one of them was a uh, space simulator that they developed, like one of these pieces of software to demo it. And it was like something out of Eve, like Eve Online. They, uh, the company, I can't remember who developed Eve Online. Okay, well, um, right. But anyway, CC, CCP something. I don't know. Um, anyway, I they, that was the Soviet the, social. Yeah, the Russians. Yes. yeah, CCCP. <laughs> okay, so CC something. Uh, anyway, um, let us know in the comments. Basically, uh, it's a simulator of uh, a spaceship. Like, you're flying around, and you can look around, and...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And
1: if you look down, like, you can see your... your Space junk. Your space junk, yes. I mean, if you're looking down (laughs) at your space junk instead of at the enemy craft shooting at you, you know, that's what I want to look at.
0: Those are the largest moons I've ever (laughs) seen. (laughs) All right. So... they they have said that they can do 3D stereoscopic 3D with this as well because they've isolated your eyes. They don't need to do any trickery with, uh, you know, red shifting and blue shifting because they've already got control of you know what's being projected to both eyes. Right. So um, what you see here on the on the screen is a little bit uh, misleading. He's seeing a merged single image that has more peripheral vision than you would have just looking at the monitor and you see the keyboard and you see everything else. Right, right. Now, one thing uh, that people immediately start to jump to is, like, the holodeck. You know what I mean? Is this totally immersive? Eh, I think it lends itself, at least in this iteration, more to um, seated gameplay. So, racing games, flight sims, space sims. perhaps even, uh, shooters. I guess, rail shooters, you know, well, where...
1: Well, in this demo, they're using what this is Hawken is what it looks like, um, the mech game, um, which is basically, it's kind of like Unreal Tournament with mechs, is the best way I've heard it described, like it's fast-paced. Um, but I think that's perfect. For, it's perfect for simulations where you're inside of something and you want to see that peripheral around you.
0: And, and you don't have the the tendency to want to get up and walk around because you're inside the cockpit of a of a jet or a, a car or uh, you know a mech something like that. So, Chris, how
1: good would this technology be at? Uh... Preventing me from like sneaking up on you, like you would just have it so it's cameras on the back. A lot of it, a lot of it
3: would depend. I don't know that you could get cameras on the back. So I think that would be really disorienting uh, to have it, uh, to be able to see that. But uh, with, I've seen a lot of the videos. They have like full headsets on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that pretty much you can hear stuff coming up behind you. So yeah, that would be the end of that. So it'd be be interesting if it if with the video tracking your tendency to want to spin around and look behind you to see the person yeah. coming up on you versus having to actually rotate around in the game to actually shoot somebody. But the other thing that's really cool that I've seen with some of these is, is since it's not really, like, released outside of, like, a development release, people have started building, already started building peripherals for it. Hmm. Uh, there is uh, there's a vest called Atlas that allows uh, you to kind of feel things that happen. Uh, and then there's uh, an Omni, which is, a like, a contained... Uh, it's an omnidirectional treadmill. Omni directional treadmill that you can that, you know, outside of what appears to be a nice nut cup, uh, allows you to kind of run around uh, you know, any direction. And like some of the video shows I'm playing a first person shooter where they're actually, actually like running, running and ducking and, and firing a weapon. So, that sounds like way too much work. It does sound like a lot <laughs> no, of it's it's like it's, things. Right? It sounds
2: like too much work uh, as far as level of equipment goes and what I have to put into it like the ultimate fantasy is the star trek holodeck where right. you can actually go in and do it and set you set your well yeah it's th- th- where the environment will manipulate itself to you um, whereas this is you're you're kind of tricking it um right. so i'd instantly skeptical anytime in the 90s at the mall Somebody had like a ten dollar video game mm. where you strapped the headset on or a helmet and you got onto a well not it wasn't that bad it wasn't but <laughs> that bad. but I mean it, and <laughs> it, it was, was it was terrible graphics
3: it was it was Lawnmower Man you can say that. it was
2: it was but it was awful and they yeah. had the treadmill thing and it was extremely disorienting the first time and there was no way I was going to spend another ten dollars for another chance to get shot by somebody but right. but it was. I feel like this is almost old technology that they're trying so hard to make right. And it would be, if it works perfectly. It's still going to be. I'm strapping a box to my face. Yes. Is it the new
3: three
1: D three D TV?
0: Well, maybe right yeah. because if you get this and the development kit is three hundred dollars, three hundred, yep. and the HD is going to be four hundred. At least that's what they're. I mean, it's not released yet, so they could change pricing if uh, you know the HD units end up costing them too much to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, but four hundred bucks, how much TV can you buy for four hundred bucks? How, how big of a TV can you buy? Well, you just guess. After, best buy after Thanksgiving, you could buy a 48-inch television minimum. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll give you that. 48-inch. Yeah. How close do you have to sit to that forty-inch, 48-inch TV for that to be, you know, and total? Well, right, exactly. Yeah. So if you get this, does this not just change games, mm. but also changes movies? They're already doing 3-D movies where, yeah. the, you know, they've got the two cameras side by side. That's how they do the the true filmed in three D is two cameras that have a little bit of offset so that they can do the shifting. Right. Yeah. So they can get depth out of it. Well, you've already got that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean now you've got how you can display it. So it seems to me that your your movies could be filmed in in sort of uh, a little bit of this. Now whether you're head tracking and, and you know, is it gonna be looking around in, you know, the Death Star while, you know, you know, an admiral gets choked out. You know, I don't know, but...
2: <laughs> it, it, it would, your girlfriend or wife would love that. Hey, sweetheart, I'm going to watch The Avengers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you have headphones on and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. But see, then they'll be, then you know, yelling like, yeah, at it you. you good.
2: I put one on, too. There, so you've got two, I mean,
1: uh, it just... There's I, the ultimate... Was, skeptical. The ultimate scare, though, right? You put the headphones on, you put the 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 eyeglass on you're like absorbed in that world then right you know like you don't know what oh, the yeah. going on around you your house could be on fire spawn <laughs> could be raiding everything out of there he's like hey, okay rancher, it's fine
0: so this, this you don't t- need that forty eight inch four hundred dollar television I know, right? it's just... coming up. <laughs> right so this takes me to what I think. Okay, we're at a spot here where this is pretty cool tech, and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm really into racing games, and I think flight sims are pretty cool. I really get into the mech warrior stuff. Right, my <laughs> F1. This guy hates racing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> racing, what? He's like Mario Kart. dad. is that like a flower? <laughs> is that is, is that a Ford? Lotus, Ford Lotus? Ford Lotus? Ford Lotus. <laughs> Ford, Ford Lotus. Okay. <laughs> Total, I
2: see you're a serial
0: fanatic. <laughs> Special K. Okay, um, so the the second iteration of this, they're, they're not even talking about it, right? Because this isn't even released yet. But i got to imagine that the second one out the front of this box is going to be uh, a very small camera. you know, And so you'll then get augmented reality. And you might be able to change the opacity so that you're not totally... Like, one thing that they said is anything that requires keyboard controls, you pretty much have to memorize where they're at because you can't see them. Yep. You know? So... When's the last time you PC game and looked at your keyboard? Everybody knows. That's that's true. I mean... That's true. You're right. That's true.
2: If you don't,
0: you're getting pwned that that's very Uh, true uh, that's very true but i i gotta think that the next thing is going to be somewhat augmented reality as well for this
1: let's be honest like stott said this is almost older technology or something that we should have had a long time ago really i think the the thing that would push this to the next level is um a future uh, augmentation to how you game like the tactile feel or something you know something that's uh uh, that changes. Maybe it's not a keyboard or a joystick or whatever that you control it with, or maybe it's something you touch. I don't know. So Canadian
0: maybe a- Atlas version 2.0 yeah. has like a giant piston on it, and when you get, you know, sniped with a Barret, it like actually knocks you off the Omni. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, they may have to sign a few waivers to get that, yeah, that right. Yeah, uh, okay. This, this, this may cause
2: it, it may. Perfect the technology. It yeah. may be good enough that we're all like, of course you're gaming with this because you're superior. The experience is superior. Right. But it is still kind of old technology. They've been trying to do this for decades. Mm-hmm. They may get it right. I hope they get it right. But I am instantly skeptical yeah. of anything where somebody says... where the, where it's, it's hyped. And yeah. this has become very hyped. And I realize that they've got a guy that has some street cred or some nerd cred, whatever you want to call it, now involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's face it, that street-slash-nerd cred is also when old might- technology. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but when's the last time you played Wolfenstein, Doom, or Quake? True.
1: Yeah, or or uh, anything that came out of id was as good as it was back in the 90s. Like, they haven't really well, been super relevant since Doom 3.
3: Most of the, most of the id stuff is not really... Has not really been an, a game game. It's been check out our awesome ass engine that game. we won't sell. So have, that anybody do free awesome ass engine, <laughs> yeah. Rage awesome ass engine. You know, yeah. crap games. Yeah, right. Which, well I, th- I like that country, may right? be yeah, exactly country.
2: what this needs because they're not going to build games for. They're not going to build games. They're just building hardware. Yeah, that may actually be okay. As as again, I hope they perfect this, but I am instantly skeptical of anything where it becomes
0: as hyped as this is without any previous history to prove it. Now, here's the other side to this. It is being hyped, yeah. but what I find interesting, and and maybe I'm just buying in too much because I think it's going to be freaking awesome, but um, it's not being hyped by the people, by the people that are making this. I'm sorry. It's being hyped by the people that try it. Yeah. Right, where they took this thing to E3 first, it got started with a Kickstarter. Yeah. Right, right? Mm-hmm. they didn't even hype this enough to major, you know, uh, hardware developers to to get full funding. They yep. did this via Kickstarter, and it got so much; it was the highest at the time. Two, anyway, two it was million. it was like over two million. Yeah, it set the it record like the for. 250, yeah, they wanted two hundred fifty, and last I checked, they were two point five or something yeah, like that. And, and the, there was a point where they said stop. Stop giving us Kickstarter money because we've got enough to do the development. Give it to Ryan. Just... Well, people were right. Yeah. Send it this way. No, um, people were buying these and they thought they were getting them for their Xbox, or they thought it—you know—they were buying in not realizing that it was a developer kit. So they they finally just said, "We have enough to fund this uh, through development. Stop sending us money because we we're sending out too many developer kits for you know it's getting to the wrong audiences." So, um, right now it is geared entirely to PC games. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, They haven't signed anything with any of the, the console makers, although that would make a very interesting uh, twist on the console war right now, but we'll, <clears throat> we'll kind of leave that for a minute. But the, uh, they are they have said that they're looking at uh, maybe making a partnership with one of the major, uh, consoles, either or either Sony or Xbox. And I think that would be a big a big boon to both, even if they got it. This it. is uh, it's not going to happen.
2: The console maker that really needs something like this right now has got to be Nintendo.
0: You know, this kind of leads us right. This sets us right up into uh, our next topic, and that's the the Nintendo idea of of producing a, a console and and. You know, just a huge library of, of um, intellectual properties, Mario and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, are they... Uh, has their their main console, has it died? What do you think, Chris? You want to give us a, a, a
3: um, rundown after, on
0: this? Yeah, after looking into
3: it, um, initially, yeah. The Wii and the Wii U, especially the Wii U, haven't done as well as, uh, as a lot of the other consoles right after first launch. Uh, Nintendo does really well with their handheld games. I mean, uh, the DS, the 3DS are all decent systems, uh, and they sell really well, but the the console... Like, the Wii itself uh, came out of the gate real awesome because it was new and different. It was still old tech. It was, you know, the graphics weren't the greatest, but it had motion controls. And everybody was like, oh, motion controls, this is amazing. We should get it for the motion controls. Speaking
1: of people that like to push hardware without having any software behind it, Nintendo.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, uh, the the Wii did really well, and then the Wii U has kind of fallen flat. It's kind of fallen on its face um, just right out of the gate. I mean, um, what I've done, uh, and this is, I'm sorry, this is kind of nerdy, Uh, I've got a couple of charts here. So charging graph,
0: and my tell you. god! Oh man! If you'd like to see my chart, and Did the tune out so? factor, everybody, you can. Everybody, and, and <laughs> oh my god! I'm watching our subscriber count. <laughs> you can see by this diagram. You can see this diagram. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. So I'll, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you explain what's going on with these. So
3: what we have here is the the yearly unit sales for the last uh, two years plus the rest of 2013, or the I guess what already happened in 2013 for each uh, console. And you can see they've all kind of died off, but the Wii U itself has not done uh, quite as great. It didn't really start off... Uh, I guess that top graph kind of sucks. Never mind. Um, what you can actually see, which which demonstrates this a little better, uh, not that I'm grasping for straws or anything, um, <laughs> the bottom left corner is actually the launch and second year unit sales. Um <laughs> yes. So you can kind of see that uh, with the Wii, the That's, Wii took off like crazy. So there was the first year and then like the launch year and then the second year it just took off like mad. The 360 and the PlayStation also took off but about the same, uh, same rate as each other so nothing uh, super fantastic. The Wii U has actually dropped in its second year. Uh, it is currently on pace to make about what it did last year on its launch year uh, in terms of sales. Uh, But as you can see in the the bottom one, I mean, you know, the DS and the Wii are both uh, still big sellers, and this kind of works well for Nintendo because with them not being super high-end graphics, they probably didn't cost quite as much uh, as the 360 and the PS3 to make. Right. So they're probably still kind of making money on them, but they're still, you know, nowhere near leading the pack. Their Wii U is next-gen, you know, next-gen technology for last-gen. And
1: it's... it's, Yeah, it's not doing good at all. Like, it's, it's... It's failing. I mean, like if you you look at the numbers,
0: it's uh, Nintendo's first HD system, right? Right. right, Yeah. I mean, the Wii. No. uh, Everything was was natively 480 I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It it just the the Wii sold for the motion controls, and that was it. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think that was more? uh, Yeah, the the family Mm -hmm. element of that. I mean, it was like. Xbox 360 and PS3 were, I mean, they had directly set their their sights on um, hardcore, hardcore gamer. gamer. Yeah. Right. And and maybe even that transition phase of, okay, you're getting older, you know, you're out of the Nintendo, now you're into everything else that's gaming. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? No more... No more playing with your Mario. N- right, exactly. To,
3: exactly. Time to move up, yeah. And that, no more be...
0: saving the princess. <laughs>
3: That could be a, that could be a, probably a lot of it is that the, nin, the Nintendo, the Wii, and especially the DS are geared towards like kid gamers, so little kids. So there's a lot more of those than there are,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, twenty-five and thirty-year-olds. And even though you know we have decent disposable income, they complain a lot,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and that that's very effective for getting people to buy things.
0: It helps that the the Wii, the original Wii, came in at uh, about a hundred bucks cheaper than right. the other consoles as well. Yeah. So on Impulse Buy, and as far as, you know, hey, I'm going to go spend the weekend with Grandma, you know, and she decides, ah, oh, it'd be cool to go play bowling or golf. I love bowling! Yeah. Right, right. <sighs> I mean, that's stuff that they're not going to be like, oh, let's go pick up a, a PlayStation, or let's go pick up an Xbox and yeah. spend time with my kids, or, you know, my grandkids or whatever. Uh, you know, yeah. I think that we got a lot of sales because they, they the first time out hit motion controls and got it, Pretty good, you know. Sports, T- now,
1: Sports was huge. That's now, what it was.
0: By today's standards, if you go back and play a Wii now, you're frustrated by the controls. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it, it doesn't, it, the latency isn't right. You know, you, you try and get too much finesse on, on golf, and it you yeah. just, you know, it hooks over, and you're like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> right. And if you look at it, and it's not up on here, but uh, for the, the Wii, the sales
3: last year and this year, their top three games, Dance Central 4. And Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. Wow. The Wii U's top selling game, uh, since launch is the one it comes bundled with, the um, I don't remember what it's called, like Nintendo Universe or something like that.
1: Oh, N- N- Nintendo Land? Nintendo Land. Yeah, is Nintendo, Land. Right? Nintendo yeah, Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nintendo Land yeah. is the game
3: it comes bundled with. Mm. So, I mean, obviously you get it because it comes bundled with it, but. but our best selling game! They right? haven't, they haven't, uh, There's no released any of their major properties, uh, well, there's there's a there's the Super Mario Brothers U, and yeah. then there's a, there's that zombie it, U.
0: No, wasn't there the uh, Galaxy? Was Galaxy Wii or was Galaxy Mario Galaxy? And, and Galaxy, was
1: Wii. Galaxy was Wii. One yeah. and two was Wii. That was like five six years ago.
0: Okay, but that that is coming out. There's like a sequel there, yes, an actual a, Mario.
2: That that was uh, big at E3. Was that Nintendo was basically uh, had took E3 and treated it like a shareholder show. Uh, they wanted to say that, yes, we are, believe it or not, going to make money off this thing. Trust us, look at all, look at Zelda, look at Mario. I mean, we will be releasing games that our fans are going to buy. And they may actually go buy a Wii U just so they can play these games. Um, I'm not one of those people. I owned a Wii long enough to realize that basically what's the motion control gimmick wore off. It was a really, truly, genuinely
0: inferior system Mm -hmm. for
2: last generation.
0: You mean when you you figured out that you could bowl strikes sitting from your couch and just do the, you know... See, that was the thing, is that actually I found that to be
2: remarkably boring. Um, I'd rather go bowl. Actually
3: bowl. So... (laughs) Nobody um, does that anymore.
0: All right, so that brings us into the second point, is now that their console sales are totally dismal on Wii U, maybe they're getting better. But uh, you know, I I'm not putting my money there. I'm not getting a, a, I mean, I had a Wii. Uh, you know, I honestly, when the Wii U came out, I'm like, oh, an HD version of the Wii. And I honestly have not seen anything that's telling me any different. I don't get the the you know controller with a screen on it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just not you know the it's not alluring enough to me that I want to play on this instead of my TV. But let's let's uh, look at at a point of. With the the console sales going down, should they go the way of Sega, and just abandon making? You know, there is no Sega Genesis anymore. You know, they're
1: owned by Nintendo. <laughs> right, and, yeah, in yeah. fact,
0: should they go the way of? I mean, look, look at all the properties they oh. have, right? I mean, the Mario, Metroid, Zelda, mm-hmm. uh, the whole Pokemon uh, yeah. genre. You know, that that whole uh, segment. Kirby, uh, the Mario Kart, Donkey Kong. I mean. We, we could probably keep going on. The Animal Crossing is all them. Yep. So, should they, would they make more money if they weren't wasting their time on a console that less and less people want to buy?
1: This is, that's the problem always with, you know, with this console is that they're trying to bring back the hardcore gamer with this one. And all they've done is isolate it even more because no, nobody's putting their properties on it at this point because of the dismal sales. I mean, it's like a double edged sword. They need the good hardware sales. To get them in that uh, to get the market penetration for developers to want to buy in and say okay yeah we'll make our apps or our software for the console but then you have you know the opposite happening here where you kind of have to have both happen in concurrent in concurrent development but yeah I think honestly I think the software is is great like Nintendo makes awesome software like their games are great every game I played on Wii was that they that they created was was well done. Like, definitely got a lot of love, a lot of post-production. They take their time for a reason, and they do it right, unlike, you know, like, Square Enix or another, you know, Japanese developers, where they're kind of taking that, let's take as long as it takes, but we're not ever putting anything out, and now the quality is going down, and when we do put it out, nobody buys it. <laughs> but, the Final Fantasy franchise. <coughs> Sorry.
0: Which, which doesn't even come out on Nintendo anymore. Yeah. No. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, which interesting. You know, it's... That was a, a company that ha- used to be synonymous with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. All the Final Fantasies came out on Nintendo, and now yep. it's all it's all Sony, and you get kind of the sporadic Xbox, Xbox release, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can I see the Oculus Rift demo uh, model there again? Yeah. Just Move just the sure. top of it sure, is fine. Sure, sure. Uh,
2: uh, oh, oh, sorry. It actually work now. Yeah. Uh, I have proof that uh, Nintendo can release something mediocre at best and gimmicky, uh definitely gimmicky, and still somehow survive. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I think news of Nintendo's console demise are greatly exaggerated. I won't, I won't throw it. <laughs> oh my god,
1: don't do it! Um,
2: <laughs> but I, I. that being said, uh, I never thought about this until I had kids of my own. Um, there are not a whole lot of games that are released on the consoles that we play that I am going to let my... You know, eventually there'll be seven, eight, whatever. I'm not going to let them play those games. But there are a lot of games that come out on Nintendo-branded consoles that I think fit that age-appropriate level just fine. Um, I guess the question is, does Nintendo still exist that far away? But there's got to be people that have that in their head. And right now, I think that uh, the problem is, again, I think that there just hasn't been the software for the Wii U... Yeah. That really has I mean, let's face it, I bought an Xbox partially because I wanted to play Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um I mean I had PlayStation. So games. an IP a killer app, yeah. yeah an IP yeah. can
0: bring you in. Mm-hmm. To, they're uh, they're gonna worth-
2: have to do that. They're gonna have to find something where they're gonna be able to to put this out and it will pull those people in, especially the people that are looking for a level of game that is not so hardcore.
0: Yeah. Now the um The handheld, you know, the DS, just trumps everything else in its segment. The Vita isn't even close. What's a Vita? (laughs) Okay, so Sony had the PlayStation Portable, right, which was a little handheld device about like yay, had a decent-sized screen on it. It was a fancy Game Gear. Yeah, it was fancy Uh, Game Gear. Gear. I remember the
2: Game Gear, this PlayStation Portable thing is (laughs) (laughs) totally... It was like a Game Gear,
3: but without tech mobile. And it and didn't eat AAA batteries. How true? Shrie-
0: oh so your-
1: oh One more is in. I need six of them.
0: <laughs> the parents are out there buying
1: them, just like throwing them in there.
0: <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, the, the PlayStation Portable 2, I guess you could call the Vita, right? But that... Hasn't done as well as the Nintendo, you know, the Game Boy, and then as it as it you know went on, the Game Boy Advanced and the Game Boy Color, or you know, I'm getting these confused here it's the timeline. But yeah, then yeah. then you get into the, the the Nintendo DS and the 3DS, mm-hmm. you know, and and those have done phenomenal. I think there's I think that's because
2: uh, for as a general rule uh, in today's market segment, if we want a game on the go, we have phones that can do that for us yeah. hopefully a six-year-old doesn't have a phone that's right i'm calling you out <laughs> bad parents if your six-year-old has a smartphone you're doing something wrong don't lie you're gonna put a, um, you're gonna put
1: an ipad in front of your kids in like a year you're gonna be like yeah, you know yay. this is, a, this breaking, this is, is yeah
2: this is a this is a really extended yeah. conversation actually yeah. that I, I, because i would have been like uh whatever until January when I had, my, uh, my twin boys. And now I'm like, I don't think I'm going to let them play shooters until they're in He's, high school. These oh, kids yeah. aren't allowed you know? to leave
3: the house until they're 15.
2: <laughs> well, no, no, that would be girls. <laughs> if they were girls, they wouldn't be able to leave until they were 27. Chastity belts. At best. Yeah. Yeah. Chastity belts, yeah. So, but, yeah, so there is a, uh, there is a question. Now, when you're, when you're six, you're a portable gamer. That's really the only thing that the PlayStation Vita, Vita, you called it? <laughs> uh, is, is not really a casual gamer or a young gamer's device. It is a hardcore gamer's device, mm-hmm. and most of us, when we want to game to that level, we want to game on our
3: screens and our
2: man yeah. caves or uh, right. living rooms.
3: Whatever. Yeah, because I mean, how many how many games on the on the Vita or the the PSP didn't come out also for a PlayStation? So you know, I, I can understand wanting to play on a go, but I mean, the screen is like this big. Mm-hmm. I'm like playing the game that small, you can't friggin' see it. It,
2: it is kind of funny, because uh, Damon, who will be appearing uh, at an upcoming podcast, is a huge PlayStation uh, fanboy. He'll admit it. Uh, he mean, has a Vita, and the games that I've seen on it look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, for what it oh, is. Yeah, yeah. They look yeah, like good. PlayStation 3 but, level. But uh, if I don't have the time to just play on the go uh, like
1: that, yeah, we don't live in a city where we have to travel on a train for an hour. Like our commutes are 20, 30 minutes around here, you know. Seven west what? 7 minutes. 7 yeah, minutes, seven minutes yeah. exactly. Yeah, there's small yeah. commutes. We, now, those people that travel a lot, I mean, it's it's good for them, but that's a small piece I mean, of the market.
3: Your options are, you know, either a handheld gaming system or you can listen to a podcast. <laughs>
2: Shameless promotion. promotion. If, if the podcast a, was fairly awesome, fairly <laughs> fairly right, would you okay. listen to me? I'd listen to me. Oh. I'd listen to me
1: so hard. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: Buffalo right. Bill endorsement, day. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, along these lines. So, we've, we've established that Nintendo is, has sort of geared itself towards um, an age group. And they're not really adapting towards the market that they built, right? Because mm-hmm. the hardcore gamer didn't exist in the '80s. You know what I mean? Not like I mean, maybe at the at the arcade, you know, the guy that's sitting there on the you know joystick at Atari, can play Pac Man yeah. blindfolded. <laughs> right. I suppose Atari was the old hardcore version like of it. Terminator Two. <laughs> 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 After But uh, Nintendo used to capture some of this market you know if you were in your 20s or if you're in your teenager or you were maybe even in your 30s you had you know the, the NES, you had the Super Nintendo, you had the Nintendo 64 playing Golden Eye. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so that they put it on corner eyes. of a screen. <laughs> yeah, put yeah, like GoldenEye on
2: a 13-inch television, oh four-player. Four players. It's
1: lagging. all Oh, oh the hell it's fantastic. Like, oh, Got to choose oh, odd job. Yeah, four, of four
0: square <laughs> inches of Doom. Uh, and then you <laughs> exactly. get the
1: inevitable karate chop fight where you can't hit each other. And you're just like, Whoosh. oh, hang on, let me turn the camera. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every time.
2: Right. I so, so. Uh, do, do do any of us know? a gamer in their 20s or older that plays Nintendo religiously.
0: I, I don't. I
2: don't know a single one.
0: Maybe not
1: religiously. I, I still play... I Like, I've played all the stuff on the Wii, but I haven't sprung out a Wii U. And in fact, I've actually abstained and said, I think I'm not going to buy it until I'm, until I'm proven... Well,
2: see, that's funny, because all of us owned a Wii
1: at yeah. some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, yep. and, but we're all pretty much like, eh, no interest in playing. But if Mario Kart comes out on Xbox
0: 360, we would all get it. it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, I'd yeah. be down for it. Yeah. I would
2: be red turtle shelling the hell out of you
0: bitches. <laughs> but absolutely no, Blue no Blue. reason to buy the Wii U. Oh, but you know what? Blue I'm already. Shells. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stars. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so the, I guess the, the, the other thing on on nintendo here is that it's it's kind of been an evolution of of gaming and you know one of the other things that when we were uh, i guess when we were growing up and and even generations before us uh comic books right mm-hmm. uh comic books used to be a whole lot lighter than you know they are now and when you when you go on and and you look back at like the old superman ones it almost it's almost cheesy how how uh Mm -hmm. you know kiddy they are or whatever and how sort of moral message each one of the comics were and then you get to like the 80s and 90s and even the comic books started taking a darker turn especially like uh batman right when they did the the batman ones where they they started uh getting really gritty with batman as opposed to the old you know sort of robin's still wearing tights yeah. and <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that
1: <laughs> Just like batman slapping him across the face
0: <laughs> but this has transitioned in our in our movies as well yeah. right i mean the the movies for comic books stayed pretty cheesy for a long time oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. right i mean even though the the michael keaton batman was kind of you know it didn't yeah. it was it didn't really go dark but it didn't exact it wasn't really cheesy but then we went right back to it with like you know, the neon Batman oh, and the, yeah, you know, it Joel was Schumacher the, but yeah, the, 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 uh, the, the, the Michael Keaton in...
2: Batman, uh, actual Batman, <laughs> not Batman Returns. It was, Batman was probably the darkest yeah. of all that era of yep. Batman movies, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, by far. I mean, I would still, I went back and watched that after Dark Knight came out, compared Jokers, cause everyone's like, oh, Heath Ledger, he's such and a Michael, better Joker. And... Um, oh, yeah. And uh, Michael or uh, Jack Nicholson, uh Nicholson, excuse me, not the yeah, golfer. I the golfer. The go- the- the- always do that. The golfer, my brain's like, uh, which one are you going to
1: use? <laughs> <for>? Which <laughs> one, are- Nicholson? God, dang it! His, <laughs> he
2: actually uh, was sufficiently psychotic, in yeah. my opinion, to play that role. Oh
1: yeah, um, great actor for him. I mean,
0: it's mm-hmm. couldn't yeah, imagine I- anybody else doing it. No, well, no. other than but but it wasn't Bart really Campbell. it wasn't really gritty with him. You know, I mean, a different different style. He was, he was crazy. Yes. And it was still purple suits. Yes. Yes. And green hair and white face paint and, yep, yep. and whatnot. And then it, when we look at, like, the, the newer Batman movies, or just even newer uh, comic book movies, they take sort of a grittier perhaps more realistic. I don't know which, if that's the right thing. You know, don't don't look at Metropolis or... I mean, Gotham has always been sort of dark, but yeah. Yeah. you look at uh, Metropolis or, or the cities that these um, superheroes are in, and they never went quite this dark as they did with the last Batman trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, I think they pulled it off. Uh, and and I, I think it worked for them. But the, the question is, is the serious note for these new comic book movies is that a good thing? I'll uh, I'll reset this since I stepped all over your transition. Why don't you? Um,
2: <laughs> so, Damon Lindelof. Uh, have you heard of him? I don't. He's, he apparently does some. some writing I'm lost. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really, r- tch- you're lost. Wow. Maybe you'll find yourself in a
1: Greek tragedy like Prometheus. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> didn't work.
2: Okay, well. so sorry. Yeah. Just All stick right. with Ryan. Cut. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It. Uh, anyway, so he said that uh, Christopher Nolan is simultaneously the best thing to happen to comic book movies and the worst thing to happen to comic book movies. Yeah. Uh, and the example he specifically gave, obviously, best thing would be Dark Knight. Uh, but worst thing would be Cowboys and Aliens. Mm. Cowboys and Aliens, which I had not seen until, to prepare for this segment, I watched it this afternoon. Oh, my God. I sh- should Let me rephrase that. I suffered through it this afternoon. Oh, that bad? It is a movie that when I first saw the trailer... I laughed my butt off. I'm like, cowboys and aliens. It's Independence Day in 1865. Oh, yeah, this
0: course. is uh, Daniel Craig, right? Daniel Craig, right. Olivia, Wild, Ford. Olivia, Ford. Wild, oh, Olivia Wilde, Olivia Wilde,
2: Ryan. Uh, anyway, so we, so, uh, I, it was, it was far too serious of a movie. Like I said, when I first saw the trailer and the name popped up. I'm like, this is going to be an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they just, they had to do what every comic book movie now thinks it has to do, and is that makes it very serious. Yeah. And that works for some movies, um, but that doesn't work for others. Like Cowboys and Aliens, why so <laughs> serious?
3: <laughs> from, from the get-go, I mean, with a name like Cowboys and Aliens, you can't take yourself seriously at all.
2: You yeah, should you should it's own the campiness. Yeah. If, yeah. It's, if it's not Wild Wild West meets Independence Day, with Will Smith starring, I don't want to watch. With Bill Pullman giving a
1: cheesy speech at the end. Yeah. Eh? Cheesy? Most inspirational speech ever. <laughs> this is our Independence Day, Nate. <laughs> and our lives. Just cue, just cue the music right up. On them. <laughs> no. Eh, no. Nah. So, it did I, it for me when I was a kid. I gotta be honest. I, I did like that speech, too. <sighs> I wanted to get up and fly God, that yeah. jet right into that missile. <laughs> <laughs> Superstar. Suicide! <laughs> I'll die for you, president pullman hello boys <laughs> I'm back
0: <laughs> all right, so I guess the the question is outside of Batman, do we like movies getting this serious i I'd have to say I do mm-hmm. uh when some of these are set in a serious tone yet they're done cheesy like Gotham is a dark city yeah. right so it works for Batman mm-hmm. it works for Batman and and you go you go the other way if you try and make uh batman too cheesy it stands out like a sore thumb no, you go no, back no. and watch adam west <laughs> and it's it just you know it's like good
1: lord no
2: that works though it works because it oh it's the bam pow that they
0: works they own it they it. I guess, yeah, I guess it, period. you
2: have to i guess it, the they were referencing it
0: works they were referencing the earlier comic books that i was talking about where they were bam pow you know you Pish. could, yes, you're right. Yeah. You could not have Bane Sally. in 1960s Batman. No. Not at all. We
2: right. No, it would be. Yeah. He, be which you are, would say? You
1: merely grew up in the
2: happiness. Like, <laughs> 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 <When> he breaks his <laughs> back. It's
1: crack! <laughs>
2: oh,
1: I'm fine. Just put me in next week. Same <laughs> bad time, same bad channel. <laughs> Flies
0: off. Right. So, um, so I guess outside of that, like, can you see Flash, the movie, out now? you think that would even work? Well, they had the TV show. Did you watch I, that I, in the
1: '90s? I yeah, mean, but was, I mean, it was not. I mean, it wasn't super serious, but it was not. It was there was some cheesiness to it. I mean, if you right, I the dude watch ran now, so fast,
0: he he shredded his clothes yeah, off, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. if you yeah. watch
1: it now, it's cheesy. But back in the day, to me, it seemed like it was like they were trying to go more serious with it. You know,
2: it, maybe this is not a case of simple you know, movies should be darker, movies should be lighter. Maybe it's just simply a case of certain movies that make sense, certain characters that make sense. I don't think that uh, Aquaman would ever work on as a movie. I just don't think it would. I think the character no? is dumb. Yeah. Just like they can't seem to get uh, Green Lantern right. Right. It's and, character. and the reason is, is just because the... You know what? Let's just be honest. DC Comics suck. <laughs> there we go. Other not, than Batman. Not, Other it, than Batman. Bring it. Yeah, yeah, Batman. Yeah, I'll no, give you that. Batman's good. But the Superman movies, the reason that they can't seem to get one right recently is because the character isn't really a product of, the, of our era. He's a product of the that early comic book time frame. Now, Batman, they successfully transitioned. Okay. But the Superman comics now are terrible they're they're bad and the reason is is because they are sticking to the yeah. old yeah. era. Wait, wait, I was going to say death and return of superman.
1: That was like that was when I remembered the tone really getting serious for superman like they were changing it up finally and having something of course they brought him back like Christ or of something. Of course they was, did. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't, don't kill, kill off, off your mainstay, mainstay character. Yeah, it's like, like killing Mickey Mouse off.
0: Now, okay. Oh. <laughs> but but on the other side of this, uh Marvel has no issue doing this. I mean, they won't, they won't kill off the app, you know, they won't kill off the main person. You know, I don't think we're ever going to see Wolverine actually die. No. It, you know, he's the cash cow. They, yes. they need, stay alive. And, and he's I got ran. regeneration abilities. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah. That's Dalby true. Junior, they're pumping money into his
1: staying alive funds. <laughs> staying
0: alive, <honey>. Right. <laughs> so, But, uh, Marvel uh, has, has taken this route of, of all their characters have had sort of, um, Noticeable flaws in their characters, and it sort of um, makes it more realistic without going gritty. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're more realistic, believable characters. They're not like, like Superman. You know, he's each one's got very unique and limited abilities. You know, can't do. You know, uh, Magneto can't do anything inside a plastic prison. Okay. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so he's not just unless you have iron in your blood. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. We're past the period. We're okay. Okay. We're okay. Up, okay. Yeah. okay. Um I, I
2: have too much iron in my blood. Yeah. And I've got nails growing out of my fingers.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: No. I'm sorry. There was a if you're if you're listening to us on iTunes, no. it's uh there was a, a groan <laughs> there and all of our faces were
1: uh, <laughs> and, and there was a downvote <laughs> there was a it's that one downvote it's,
0: <laughs> it's that one downvote dang it <laughs> alright so um, so I guess yeah what do you think do you think it just has to be based on the like Wolverine they tried to do X-Men Origins mm-hmm. right, with Wolverine I know we're all getting that same uh, I got a bad taste in my mouth right? <laughs> yes. but uh, uh, that's one they they went a little over the top with the Wolverine character, and it, it is not over the top when you read the comics or you look at the source material. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, and so it stands out like the like a sore thumb there, versus they just did the Wolverine, and uh, I don't know. I mean, despite being in Japan and and samurai and swords and things like that, it fits the character. It worked great, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it really did. Yeah. So is that what we're saying here? Is that Perhaps it is a good thing, going dark, only when it makes sense for the source material. What do you think?
1: I'm i uh going to propose that this is actually a Nate fad. Nate raising his hand like this okay. is Hey, my Hey, I got a question. Teacher,
3: teacher,
2: teacher. That's, me. Uh, That's uh, podcasting me, for you me, kids kids at home. Me. I
1: get real tired when my I'm up. When do we get all right, a, all right. When all right. so, so no, Nate, I, um, you you'll get, get, get your go. I propose that this is actually a fad, and I think it has to do more with all of our movies. It's not just comic books. If you watch... um, Trailers now, uh, they're all the same. Like, they all have the Brahms in them. They, you know, they're a Brahms. Something comes up on the screen. Oh, you said Brahms. Brahms. I thought that I was... Like you were thinking like, of the, the classical, classical music. I'm no, like... it's, the, it's the music, right? Brahms. They all have this very tonally set up. Everything's and then it, epic. it picks up. It's big. It picks up. The Words will fly faster at your face. And then that's the end. You know, and they show it. It's all the same... Kind of tone that they go for in these movies, and it it's very dark. Like, look at the text, even in movie trailers. Now it's very dark. Transformers. Transformers. You know, all grayscaled, all that. It's very technical because they know that that appeals to our uh, audience. We had the same thing.
2: <clears throat> we had the same thing happen to television. Uh, coming back to Damon Lindelhoff yeah. with Lost. Yeah. Lost was this, uh, you know, pretty big success. Had a huge following. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, look, look at all these shows that are just like Lost, and yeah. none of them really quite work the same mm-hmm. as the original. And so here we've got Christopher Nolan, and he comes out with some movies that are awesome and make a ton of money. And so let's find a way to duplicate that. That's exactly so, what it comes on. but yep. the thing is, is that like Iron Man is not dark. Not really. No, no. Yeah, okay, okay, not, not on the It's impossible for, for Tony Stark to be dark because he's so, like, aloofly cool. Yep. You know? I mean, Especially the
1: last movie, it was like a buddy, buddy cop thing with him and, uh, With Avengers? No, no, no. no, 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 Oh, the last Iron Man.
2: Iron Man, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say, but even with Avengers, I mean, that was not really a dark movie. Um, yeah, it was, it was a- I'm not gonna describe cause it wasn't it wasn't a comedic movie, but at the same time, you laugh your butt off all the way through the thing because of the interaction. Between yeah, you can't the characters. think of any
1: of that funny timing in any of the Dark Knight movies at all. There was never any of that comedic timing kind of stuff I, like they have. with I think Marvel. that would have
3: that would have ruined it though. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it, it was would've. like the Dark Knight series was serious enough that any real attempt at comedy beyond like. You know, um, Making
2: this pencil disappear? Making, this, making the pencil yeah. disappear. Yeah. Like the
3: Joker, you kind of expected some, but it's like dark humor. It it's was. Funny, it uh, was dark humor. Crap. Like
2: when you see it, you don't laugh, but when you yeah. see it now, you're like, ah, oh sucker. <laughs> pencil pencil <laughs> yeah.
0: trick. Ah, uh, right. the number two disappearing trick, yeah, I see. Bad, yeah. went, went straight to the eraser on that one. Yeah. But yeah, if
3: you tried to pull any of that stuff in the, in the new ones, it just it would have died. It would have killed it. Because it would kill the flow of the movie. Like, the movie flows so well with the, the dark theme. Mm-hmm it, it would have killed the movie. And it yeah, especially when you hear Christian terrible.
1: Bale with, doing that voice, with and
0: then with
1: the, the throat cancer. 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 What voice is that? No, the the voice. Right. No, oh, boo, he'll do every other voice. There we go. No, no, okay. yeah. Doing that voice and then trying to have comedic timing would be, it would just completely <clears throat> throw that. I
0: mean, yeah, absolutely. it really would. Everybody already
1: made fun of it, but if you didn't have that serious tone...
0: So, was it good that Spider-Man didn't take such a a dark tone? well No, I mean the first couple Spider Mans weren't. I mean,
3: you mean like dark color tone, like the Spider Man three with the emo Peter Parker. That that went
0: black. That was that was a a horror horror film. That (laughs) wasn't actually. Hold on,
1: there was only two Spider Mans.
0: What? No, no, no,
2: no. Has anyone here actually seen the current Spider-Man? I was,
0: too, I, was I, too I was too damaged. I was too damaged by Spider-Man you Three. You see it? I didn't
3: see
2: it. I didn't, I see, didn't see it. it. You
0: did? You really?
3: It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did see it. Amazing
0: Spider-Man with uh,
3: Andrew Garfield with not Tobey yeah.
2: Maguire. With not Tobey Maguire. I was gonna say
0: Emma Stone
2: because I have no idea who Andrew Garfield is. Emma I was
0: Stone. almost tempted to see it because Kirsten Dunst wasn't in it. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> ouch. <laughs> Talk about a career that's tanked. <laughs>
0: So, okay. So it it certainly works for some movies, doesn't work for other movies. You certainly gotta get your timing right, but this comes from David Lindelof, right? Yep. What? So he asked, was was Nolan the best thing or worst thing to uh, simultaneously the best and worst thing That's to even, happen? Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh I guess I'm gonna suggest that maybe Maybe he's the best and worst thing to happen to scripts and <laughs> yeah. endings ever. Ever. <laughs> right? Like Prometheus yep. could have been awesome. Yep. And then, and then, it be, it's it's all in how it ended and and what it explained and what it didn't explain. You're
1: you're orbiting Pandora's box of Nate Rage. You don't yes. All right. Nate well, we'll doing. we'll
0: save that that discussion for uh, for another one about about aliens and and Prometheus. But same thing with Lost. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fantastic story. I and liked, then it was like eh, I, we're I done. I I liked the ending of Lost. You also liked the ending to Mass Effect Three, then.
2: <laughs> okay, but I saw the final complete version of the ending. You, you did
3: of not Mass get to Effect see 3. 3. I The ending we all had to deal I, I with was, because we finished it two I
2: months was, before. I know, I know. I was <sighs> I was brought to the Mass Effect series <sighs> okay. late, post Mass Effect well,
0: Three release. You know let's uh before we go down that super tangent because yeah. i think we're going to get to mass effect itself in another video short that we're going to do so we'll save that whole discussion because that that can get us really deep here really quickly there will be some start. there could be some rage when discussing <laughs> the, the
1: how did they get off of
0: Earth?
2: <laughs> right. Why
1: is Joker flying through a thing and then they're still down on there and then all the people on the team are off the thing? I thought all the Mass
2: Effect places
1: got destroyed.
2: How are they in another system? Yeah. So yeah. If, you,
0: if you're if you still with us at, at, you know, at this point and you're not totally lost, then, you know, you're going to really like this video show. I was going lo- was, 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 <laughs> to no. do a thing there. Ryan? No. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I think I think that pretty much wraps it up unless you guys do you have any final thoughts on our on our final topic here it's, of it, serious it, It's movies? all
2: about um it really I think it's too broad. Oh Christopher Nolan, oh he's the worst thing and the best thing and I don't think that's really fair because it's about the director, it's about the producer, it's about who's that's starring, it's about who wrote the script, mm-hmm. it's about what character it's about. Uh, you know, th- this is the thing is that you can't just insert character uh, same dark script come up with blockbuster movie. You have to have the right tone that befits the character.
0: Yes. And, That's true. And know, an actor that can pull it off. I mean, you can't have Chris Rock playing War Machine, right? I mean, that would not work. No, I that might. <laughs> I,
2: he's available, right? right I mean, he, basically, on? he's just using his Adam Sandler money to yeah. get in whatever Adam
3: Sandler's doing, so. <laughs> the, only right. the, the only other thing I wonder right. is, is did the old films have an impact on the acceptance of the serious tone. I mean, look at the like the last couple of Batmans. You know, you started getting real heavy into the neons, uh, you know, the horrible one liners from fully
0: rusted metal. We're gonna leave oh, yeah. that movie on ice. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was and then, and
3: then, I mean, but reset. even even old Superman. Uh Superman, you know, first couple Supermans were okay and then you got into whatever, the fourth one with the... Richard... or No, with third the third one, with the computer. With the thing. No, so no, the okay. third one was the computer with Richard Pryor. Yeah, which, Richard that's Pryor. the that greatest was movie ever. Ever. At but At you know, the fourth one you had was the the Quest for Peace or something, oh, where right. you sh- they threw all the nuclear rockets <laughs> into the sun and it somehow generated <laughs> Nuclear, nuclear Man, Man or some
1: yeah, crap yeah. like that. Who had the voice of, uh, uh, what's his, Gene Hackman? They had to, like, overdub him.
2: Are you suggesting that well, when it comes movies. to movie franchises... You either die a hero or you <laughs> live long enough to see yourself become the enemy. Oh, become the villain.
3: Yeah, yeah. That uh, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, but actually, but mean,
2: honestly, in a way, it is though. It is a miracle that Disney has been able to pull off the Avengers franchises and all those different people yeah, and no long, not long. have a terrible movie, especially yet. with yeah. all the Hulk.
1: Like, when how bad their Hulk the, the, movies the, were before that. And
2: by far, the best <laughs> the, on-screen yeah. Hulk was in the Avengers. yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly.
3: I don't know. I'm going to disagree and say that the best on-screen Hulk is still the <laughs> that. That's, that's the issue with Hulk is you cannot beat the original. The I know. originals were so great, <laughs> no CG. He was a, all real. He Hulk. was he was real Hulk. He was real Hulk. But he in a way, it it, it it yeah <laughs> that
2: worked. That it and actually you're not entirely wrong there because it works in its time. It works as a as a as part of. The time frame that it existed, it yeah. kind of works, just
3: like and, the original Batman kind of works. And like you, you go back and you watch it, and it's like you know, there's no CG; it all is real stuff. It's like he, I mean, Lou yeah, running in slow motion, running in slow motion. <laughs> there's a little, you know, there's some assistance rolling the cars over, obviously. <laughs> uh, okay. But it's, it's, What? It's, no, no, that, that was all, that was all, no, was all no, Lou. Lou <laughs> right now, for right now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all Lou for right now. But I mean, it's it's there's no CGI. Yeah, it's all like you know, real stuff. So it's not there's mm-hmm. no that. Oh, Crap looks fake. I can tell it's fake. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's why the Hulk has been so hard to redo is because the first got it right. No, so that's well. because
2: you put f- <clears throat> freaking Ang Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I could come up with a list of people that shouldn't direct action movies or superhero movies, I pretty much have Sofia Coppola and Ang Lee. There you go. Don't give them scripts by which to make movies. Hollywood, please. I'm begging. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna accept
3: the aggro that I get for this. I I liked the uh, the Angley Hollywood. No. I liked it. Oh, I'm, no. Oh no. I'm sorry. I, I liked it. But you're
2: I, also I, a fan I, of Superman Returns too.
3: I did not like Superman Returns. Superman. That's the new one. That's not the new new one, but no, the I, new, er, new newer one, one that no. Whatever that. No, I did not like I'm, that. that was, he's I'm just tired. a fan of Nick Nolte. That's what it is. I, it, is it was Nick Nolte. I, Nolte I, it,
2: there, it there's a There's a rumor running around that they're trying that, that they're offering Christian Bale fifty million dollars to reprise his role as Batman for, the Batman, and, for Batman and Superman oh, for the oh, And I have to say, that. make a Kickstarter account because I will donate to that because can, you don't reboot the character as much as I love Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph, call me. Uh <laughs> you know you like him too. No, uh no. As, as, but he not, not that that's much. not Batman. That's not Batman.
3: Do you like do you like him plain face or do you like him like CGI'd in looper so he kind of looks a little like Bruce, <laughs> <Looper>. Bruce, Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis. So Man. Joseph and, Joseph actually, Gordon Lewis. <laughs> Lewis Willis. If they'd have
1: pushed Lewis. that even further, he'd have started looking like uh um oh god, what is his name? Uh, Godfather. You would start looking like the Godfather. It just made his face more droopy and it's just like uh, it was just that's,
0: little still, little that's still that's still and man. this is
2: completely off topic, but since you brought up Looper, that still has the best scene in last like two years or however since Looper's been out in movies, where the guy comes running down the stairs for a good 15, 20 oh, seconds and yeah. all you hear is the footsteps comes around the corner, boom, Damn. dead. That, that is still by far the that, best that scene. That shotgun, yeah. It's hilarious. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, for
3: sure. Lunderbust. So anyway, yeah. I guess the question there is—is is not to not to jump into that, but real quick, uh, with the Superman Batman movie, who the hell would play Superman?
1: Well, there well, Henry kind of, Henry uh, Cavill is, yeah, yeah like he's, the, he's the, the guy from it. the most recent yep. Superman. Henry Knight. Cavill is. Have you guys? Have I, you guys seen I feel I mean, bad because Man I did not Steel, so see it, it it's but good.
2: it's again, it's because I'm I'm instantly skeptical of Superman movies because I feel like Superman the character. Is, is totally George, George overpowered. Is
3: Richard, no. So yeah. George, George, Reeves? Reeves? George Christopher. No, George. Reeves, black and White. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually, a giant granny panties. They actually have
1: have um stated that there's a couple people that were up for the role of Batman that I heard for this for this they were doing casting calls. One of them, Ryan Gosling. What? Right? I'd Ryan, rather have
2: them bring back Clooney.
1: I know, right? Ryan Gosling for Batman. <clears> and it's then... like a
3: Batman Superman notebook.
1: I love you, Batman. <laughs> I love you. I'll always remember you, Batman. <laughs> and this is this is Robin
0: saying it? Yeah, Batman, yeah, right, Batman right. and Robin like making out in the rain. Like, this is what forth. I'm saying.
2: Christian Bale has nope. owned that character yep. in a way. Not even Michael Keaton owned that character. Whatever he wants to be paid... They should pay him because it will have its returns. If they make a crappy Batman Superman movie, it's there's it no work. there's yeah. listen. Just putting the name uh, Batman and Superman on it is not going to sell two hundred million
0: dollars worth of tickets. It yeah. can do damage to the franchise too if they do it wrong.
1: Yeah,
2: very. Well, but I mean, yeah. Superman. Damage, Superman,
0: yes. for for instance, you know, if if you ruin that franchise, how long is it going to be before Spider Man? Another one. If you ruin the franchise, how long is it going to be before you go back and see another Spider Man? Uh,
2: Yeah, honestly, I wish that uh, you know Fox and uh, who is it Sony that owns Spider Man. I I wish they would just give up, let Disney take it over. Hmm. Disney, you know that they will. I mean, at that point, they've proven themselves. They have 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 cred.
3: Iron Man, Avengers, the whole Marvel, the whole Marvel, every Marvel property they've owned, they've done right. Yeah, they've done real well. Excuse me, them all right gives me hope I've seen Captain America oh they no they did not do right with Captain America Aww. it was see, about I as good as that I, 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 I said I that
2: Captain but I actually did not see Captain America but everyone I heard I, I, liked it enjoyed it, it see I, and great. I saw Thor but I, I mean I wasn't really
3: a big fan of Thor but they didn't screw it up it's no, just that no, Thor, wasn't was, a big Thor, fan was, of Thor was pretty good I have to say I mean, maybe my problem was I saw them out of order because there is kind of a little bit of order that things
1: show up in but, yeah, it, and it, you it, saw them all, they all have
2: Samuel L. Jackson in them at the end. He yeah, that, like, hey, he's like, hey, flip my clothes. Is like, Samuel L. Jackson the Fonz? Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> what are you to doing later? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they didn't script... The
3: Thor, they, they've done a Thor very, they did well enough that I want to see Thor Dark World. Yeah, they've done a very good job with all the Marvel properties. So it would be really nice if they got Spider-Man and... And let's face maybe, maybe it, we can, all maybe want maybe to see, like,
2: them. ten years from now, the giant every superhero in the Marvel Universe movie, Avengers versus X-Men, versus whatever random other character yeah. we can versus throw Mortal in there. Versus Mortal versus Street Fighter, <laughs> Chusley, Street Fighter Zangie. Charlie. Versus Chuck
1: Norris. And then Chuck it just, Norris, yes. Whoa,
0: there's no <laughs> versus <laughs> against wait, wait, Chuck wait. Norris. It's just
1: Zombie <laughs> Billy, uh, uh, David Carradine. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Oh, now you've gone right. too far. Oh, <laughs> now you've
0: gone too far. <laughs> he, he might be hung up. Uh, oh, my oh, God. I, no. That, oh, that, that yeah, was too far. Okay, too so, bringing us back <laughs> in line with Disney doing doing well with these movies, uh, this gives me good hopes for what they might do with Star Wars. Immensely. I think I, I, I've said this,
2: uh, I've never said this on a podcast, this is the first podcast, but if uh, a year ago, or, yeah, a year ago, when Lucas still owned all this crap, uh, he had said, hey, I'm gonna do Star Wars 7, guys. I would have screamed no,
3: like, episode 3 Darth Vader, screamed
1: no, no yeah. uh, and meant so, it.
3: So you wouldn't have actually said no, but then in, in the Blu-ray version, you just said no. Uh, yeah, it would have just got right. yeah. like yeah.
2: this. Yeah, you'd have just been like, so, Lucas. But, <laughs> like, yeah. but yeah, but no, with, with Disney taking it over, see, Disney, you have to realize about Disney is if they make a bad movie, it's not like, oh, crap, we made a bad movie. Disney's like, if we make a bad movie, we don't sell all the crap that goes along with the movie. So they care about making a good movie in a way that other people, I don't think, care because they know it's theme park admission. They know what level of merchandising comes into right. it. Mm-hmm. And and not only that, but it's not just one moron with an ego. I remember um, that I was reading an interview with Steven Spielberg, and George Lucas was like, hey, I've got this awesome script idea for Indiana Jones 4. And Spielberg read it and was like, um, this sucks, George.
3: Well, it's a good thing
2: they didn't make that movie. Well, this uh, – <laughs> God, I wish that was true. <laughs> but, but the point being is that Spielberg was like, all right, George, you're my friend. And since you're my friend, I'm going to help you make this movie. Nobody in Disney would have – is going to allow that to happen.
0: No. No, they
1: won't. No, because they, they, they right,
0: yeah. essentially they're just you keeping him, him on as a, balances. Yeah. right, they're, they're keeping him on as a, um, sort of an advisor, you know, because he knows the universe. And, and, and let's be honest, let's yeah. be honest, they're not asking anybody, they're not, no. they're not asking no. George Lucas for his advice no. on no. anything. they
1: know better. They're like, George,
3: can you come over here and take a dump in a box? They know, they know. Okay, we'll just take that now. They <laughs> know he screwed them. <laughs> he, <laughs> he screwed away. them with, uh, what was it, was it
2: 1313 was the game that he made that was essentially just a big lie so he could build up the value of the
0: company. Really? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, 1313. The the understanding is that they took uh, Force Unleashed 2 engine and then started building levels for it. It was no new engine or anything like that. They just built levels for it, built trailers for it, and there was no story. Oh my God, that's, that is! And he did this
2: exclusively to drive up the value of the Lucas Lucas Arts, the gaming. That's
1: exciting, man! I didn't even know that. That's the first I've yeah. heard of that. Well, that's yeah. why thirteen thirteen wow.
2: got scrapped. Like moments wow. after Disney yeah. bought it. it, wasn't because Disney, Disney bought it and
3: they're like,
1: "What the fuck?" Yeah, they <laughs> were. Yeah, they weren't <laughs>
2: being dicks about it. They were Holy like, crap. "You just sold us <laughs> the push box of shit."
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> it? like making it great.
3: Disney, that pizza, would, you, Disney. Would, you, would you guys like
1: there's, there's a future potential
2: sponsor <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lucas Arts. <laughs> All right, guys, well, I think we've we've pretty much thoroughly covered these uh, these three topics here mm-hmm. and uh, hit a few tangents along the way. Just just a just couple of clear. tangents. Too bad. right. So Perfect. I think we're gonna go ahead and and sign off for our first episode here. If uh, you're listening to us on on iTunes and you're looking for for uh, more content and, and whatnot, more awesomeness, maybe even more than fairly awesome content, uh, head over to Facebook and you can find a lot more there. Or you can follow us on uh, on Twitter. Twitter is FAPcast and uh, Facebook that's Facebook.com/slash Fairly Awesome Podcast. You can also go to our YouTube account. That's youtube.com slash fairlyawesomepodcast. Thanks for watching, guys.